0: Hi, and welcome to God Guns and Prep. I'm Dax, here with uh, James today. And welcome to our very first episode, where today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of the Palmetto State Arms AKAR. Now, I'm going to let James start off by talking about pros and cons of the 7.62x3.9 caliber.
1: Okay, so the... Cons or right. so I guess we want to start with the pros of the seven six two three nine caliber. The caliber itself has been around for almost not quite a hundred years. It's been around eight, what? Eighty years? Eighty years. Not and quite eighty, but And so why is it a pro compared to two two three? Well, all right. Because the reason I think that it's a pro. Is for one, it's not. You can find it anywhere. You can go to any country. Pick a country. They have 76239. Would any country have 556? 5, 5, mm-hmm. Possibly, but.
0: It is a NATO round.
1: Well, yeah, but there are a lot of non NATO countries. That's true. And the AK 47 is not a NATO round. And it's in every single country it's in Africa it's in
0: but it's also a lot heavier than two two three or five five six
1: well that's true so
0: you can't carry as much
1: that's true so that could be considered a con but you know how many rounds are you planning on carrying and what are you gonna do with it that's the thing are you gonna go are you gonna go to war with it with that gun yeah, probably you know. I'd rather have a regular AK, but would I use it? Yeah, but that's because, you know, it's what I have. But like I said, so the bullet itself, I like it. Um, it's it's as accurate as it needs to be. I think if the bullet itself was designed a little better, you'd get more accuracy out of it. That's not the whole case, just the Just the round, just the bullet itself. If it was designed a little better, I believe that you could get a better accuracy out of it.
0: Okay. So you're saying here that the round itself isn't quite as accurate as it could be.
1: Well, right. But out of... But the round itself... So the projectile is what I'm talking about. The projectile itself, out of any regular AK, it was designed to be as accurate as it needed to be for war purposes people love that round for hunting they use it for hunting hogs big hogs like six seven hundred pound hogs that's okay. a big hog and does it work absolutely
0: no, so does it does ra- have a lot of stopping power yes
1: it has more stopping powder sorry more stopping power than the 556 absolutely
0: i'm sure as heck hope so
1: well, I mean, it's it's a bigger round. It has a little more powder behind
0: it, but... So as of you personally, would you carry a 760 by 39 or, or a
1: 5.56? In what application?
0: Uh, let's say... Let's say war.
1: Okay. From In war. From a military
0: standpoint.
1: From a military standpoint... probably 5.56 and here's why but that's because the I can get I can reload for the 5.56 I can reload for the AK they're both designed to do what they do the 5.56 when it hits it'll do more damage than an AK round because when an A- when an A- 556 five, round hits, it messes things up. And you're talking about two different platforms from an AK standpoint if I was to have an ak-47 um, the AR15 is more accurate for 500 yards five, about five 500 yards on an AR. Okay,
0: so 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 since this is a, uh, the KS since this is the AK <laughs> AR, it's right. a lot more accurate than an AK would be. Absolutely, yes. Now the the other thing that I think is a pr- pro for the AK AR is it's a lot more versatile. You can do a lot more with it rather than a normal AK. In the fact of you can put more accessories on it. You can find more triggers and stocks and, and forward grips or you know just about anything you can put your mind to. And I do know that on AKs you can find a lot of stuff like that for them. But it's just not as much. There's not as much as a, of a market for it.
1: That used to be true but not anymore.
0: Not anymore? Not anymore.
1: Because you can <clears throat> now get they now make stocks. Like sliding stocks, like the really ARs, they now make them for AKs. Okay. But you still have to, are they harder to put on? Yes. There's a lot of different things. But the AR, it's like a tinker toy gun. You know, you can do whatever you want with it. Right. Now with that one, no, it's set up as an AK. Now, you know, and that's why I like it, because I can take... I like AKs and I like ARs, but when I bought that, I couldn't find an AK for a decent price.
0: Right. So the AR AK is cheaper than an AK?
1: Not anymore. Not anymore? Well, now AKs are running... When I bought that, I bought that for 700 bucks for the KS-47 the from Palmetto. I bought it for 700 bucks. An and A regular AK uh like a washer 10 or something was gonna cost me nine nine hundred to a thousand dollars for an AK
0: okay
1: so you know I was like well okay so I could't you know I couldn't afford that they had one in stock and I was able to buy it AKs even now I don't know if you can find them and if you can, them running a thousand dollars now. That's for the cheapest one for a regular UK. Right. And on that I can replace every little item on there. Really simply. Most of it is the only thing that's not AR is the is the bolt face.
0: Which uh, which cracks, yes?
1: No, the bolt face does not crack. The ejection the ejector part cracks, just a little piece. It'll eject, it'll crack once in a while. But I've talked to quite a few who, are like, I run thousands of rounds and never cracked. So it just depends.
0: Right, so, so, it, so when you buy this, you're, you're going to be looking at does it or does it not crack?
1: From Palmetto. And they've, prob- they've probably fixed it by now. It's not, because I bought that. years ago two years ago yeah i bought it before i bought it from before covid
0: oh okay so i mean it's very possible by now they fixed it or it was fixed then right um
1: and i've talked to a lot of gun people and they're like
0: we'll have to look into that more and do more about that on another episode one day
1: But yeah like i said it's just it's you know with that it's very versatile and i love it you know um it just depends on what, what you're. You know, we look at every gun, and a gun is a tool for the, for one person. Some person, one other person might look at that and go, "Oh, that's a piece of crap. I'd never own one." But another person might go, "Hey, this is awesome." So, but that's with any gun. That's like with a Glock. How many people are Glock people? Thousands. How many people are not? Thousands. They don't like them. Right. They call them plastic fantastics. Or a Tupperware gun. Like, you know. So it's just some people like certain guns and some people don't. You know? It's just like uh, some guys like certain girls and some guys don't.
0: Now, I, I do like about this gun, and this is a pro, I'll say. Uh, is a little bit lighter than the AK.
1: Yes. Um, You know, it is lighter. But the biggest thing is is that it is more accurate. It is absolutely more accurate than a regular AK.
0: Oh, by far. It doesn't have a free-floating barrel. For Uh, one, which most AKs do.
1: Most AKs don't have a free-floating barrel.
0: The Kalashnikov does. No, it does not. It, it does.
1: It's mounted. Okay, it does not.
0: Why do you say that? Because no. everywhere I've looked, it says it has a free floating barrel. The handguard's
1: attached to the barrel. Right, but
0: it's not mounted to the handguard.
1: Yes, it is. It's got a piece.
0: Oh, wait. I'm thinking of a different rifle. You're not. I'm thinking of the Mosin. My bad. My bad. You're right. Now I look really <laughs> stupid on a
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: So, you know, to to everybody listening right now, ignore that is not a free-floating barrel. I'm being an idiot. My apologies. That is. Mm
1: -hmm. The AR, the KS-47, has a free-floating barrel. Because you can see it.
0: Right, right through that handguard there, you can see it's very free-floating. There's only one attachment point.
1: And that is where it hits into the receiver. And the gas block. But the gas part is um, but that's but they still consider that a free-floating barrel.
0: Okay. I will say though, a con to this in my opinion, to this rifle, is that it has rocker mags. I hate rocker mags. I don't know about you or anybody listening right now. Rocker mags are my worst nightmare if I'm trying to be fast and super efficient because with a rocker mag for me, all I ever do is struggle and fumble and I have to put it up to my face and look at what I'm doing. Whereas a normal AR magazine, I can just hit a button, it'll fall out and then I can slap a new one right in.
1: It's all about training. Learn learn, Learn your rifle and you will be as fast as you are with a regular AR.
0: Well, that's great, but it's still not as simple as it just falling out and you sliding a new one in. I don't
1: know. I don't see an issue. Uh,
0: in my opinion, that that is a big con for me. Um, but
1: some people would call that a pro.
0: That's true.
1: You know, it's because you're not going to mess up certain mags going into certain guns. Right. Because with an AR or other guns that just have the slide in there's some mags that'll fit should they no but they will right so the rocker mag prevents that you know it's
0: you know, the, the rocker mag also allows you to be shot in the face on reload um, I'm oh, just kidding. I hate how are you going
1: to shoot someone in the? How are you going to shoot yourself in the face on a reload?
0: I'm talking about somebody else because you're being so damn slow with it.
1: Really? It's like, click, boom.
0: Anyhow, in my opinion, that's just a con. In some others' opinions, it may may be a pro. I'm sorry, your opinion's wrong, but, anyhow.
1: Just tell him. He <laughs> I'm needs just kidding. To
0: practice. Anyhow. Um, Another thing that I wanted to go over with this gun that I absolutely love is that you can reload this just as easy, if not easier, than the ARs. The AR ammo.
1: You just called it a con.
0: No, I said another thing that I wanted to go over. Okay. Anyhow. um, Is that you can reload it just as easy, the ammo, as the, the ammo itself. You mean reloading it
1: into the magazine?
0: No. Reloading the ammunition. Okay, so reloading the
1: ammo... So, from a bench reloader, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Have you... You haven't reloaded for the 7.62, right? I have not. Okay. It's actually... I've reloaded for the AR. The AK has, uh, it should be as simple, but with with each bullet, you're going to, the bullets for the AK, those are normally a 3.11, instead of a, and which is a harder ground to find, a bullet to find. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can probably do a 308, just depends on the barrel. You don't have to get the barrel slugged. Because if it's, if it's a 308 or a 30310, now, now, for those
0: that are listening and don't know, explain to them what a slug barrel is.
1: Okay, slugging a barrel. All right, what that means is you basically get... I would have a gunsmith do it, but... You have a soft, malleable piece of lead, and you tap it into the barrel where it hits the rounds and grooves of the rifle. And then you punch it out from the end, and then you measure that with calipers. And that will tell you the exact diameter of bullet that needs to go in that gun.
0: Perfect. <clears throat> Anyhow, sorry to get you off of that topic that you were just previously on. That's okay. Um, which round would you rather reload, the the AK round or the AR round?
1: Well, I wouldn't have a preference if I was able to get components for either one. I can reload e- either one. I've done I've done thousands of rounds for the 5.56. Five, you know, with that you have to make sure your bullet depths is just perfect. But that's with any rifle, because if it's not perfect it won't reload into the gun so you have to um you have to make sure that it's uh, absolutely perfect with any of the, the rifles are a little harder to reload than a pistol i'd rather reload a pistol than a rifle
0: right um i do like it here what you said uh earlier in our conversation before the podcast is that the ammo is relatively cheap still right now, which is a big, huge deal right now with just about any ammo, um, especially if you're going after 9mm or 5.56, .223, you know, anything that you normally would use or get, um, you can still get the 7.62 relatively cheap.
1: If you can find it, yes.
0: Yes, if you can find it. And that's the big problem with any ammo at the moment is if you can find it. Well, I can't even find shotgun ammo that easy.
1: I know where. Okay. There is. Mm-hmm, okay.
0: Anyway. Anyhow, um, you know, you used to be able to walk into Walmart and buy a hundred-round pack of 12 gauge for 20 bucks. Now you're lucky to see one of those. If you do, you better snag it. Well.
1: Walmart is a bunch of goobers when it comes to guns because they've stopped selling all that crap.
0: Um, you can you can't. Walmart maybe, doesn't sell pistols or pistol ammo anymore. And or they do not sell two two three or five five six or seven
1: six two three nine.
0: Yeah, uh, because you know those are the scary guns.
1: Oh good lord!
0: Uh, that's what everybody else says. Anyhow, yeah, I, I find it interesting that. You know, if you were to look at, you know, a a VZ versus an AK, you know, people are going to be like, oh, the VZ, it's a sweet little gun. And then they're going to see the AK and be like, ah! Oh, oh, it scared me a little. I peed a little bit. we got to ban those.
1: Uh, The VZ looks exactly like an AK.
0: Just without the grips.
1: No, with the grips.
0: With the pistol grip.
1: Yeah, the VZ has the pistol grip. You're talking about... Another gun.
0: Pretty sure that's the VZ.
1: Nope. That's the Tokarov. That's the, uh. No! Of course, the SKS. That looks like a regular rifle. It's it oh. just the 7.6239.
0: Why am I thinking the VZ? I, don't know. I know why I'm thinking the VZ. Because they're all Russian. They all look the same. The
1: VZ is not Russian!
0: Anyhow, back on topic here. (laughs) Anyhow, um, so in your opinion, would you rather carry, in general, let's say for home defense, for let's say hunting, let's say um, any sort of a uh, civil unrest situation, would you rather carry the AKAR or would you rather carry the AK-47 itself?
1: Can I get both? No. Or do I have...
0: To? No, you have to choose. I
1: have to choose. Well, obviously I'd carry the one that I've had, which is the KS-47.
0: Right, but let's say you had neither, and you only had one choice.
1: So, if I didn't have either one, but I had a choice of, of them, right? Of,
0: of either gun, yes. Of
1: either gun. I would probably still have to go with the KS because I can I can swap out parts. Most parts from an AR will fit that gun.
0: Right, because it is an AR.
1: Yeah. So the only piece that wouldn't is the bolt. The right. Bolt face.
0: Which I'm sure you could find an abundance of those online. You can so certain them, yeah. stores. Yeah
1: well they're really hard to find but I mean, you can find them but it's just that's but all the other parts it's basically an AR it just shoots the 76239 and takes the uh, AK max and so you know it's like if I was going to battle with a uh foreign, heaven forbid army that used the AK that's what I would be I'd be taking that
0: I'd say I'd have to choose the same. Um, I would like to point out, though, that the AK-47 itself is just known for taking abuse after abuse after abuse. I mean, that thing... You, you watch guys rust them, drag them through mud, water, torture test the hell out of them, and, and they'll still fire a lot of the times, if not all the time. Well, right. Whereas in AR, you got to be a little more delicate with in ways. Um, nowadays, not so much because they've, they've improved a lot on them and the parts and the bolts and the, everything else. But the, the, the reason why the AK-47 itself is so much more reliable to fire is because the, the measurements are a lot less precise and less close.
1: You mean the tolerances are... Yes.
0: So the tolerances are just a lot more than the AR. Which means if mud and grime gets in there, it's not as likely to stop it from firing as in the AR style. So, I, I would have to say, if it were me, I would still choose the AR, mostly because of accuracy. You can find more parts, and you can do just about anything you want to with it. There are ways to keep it clean when you're going through mud or whatever else. and. Um, I'd still have to choose the AK AR.
1: So you'd have to choose the AK AR. Okay. So.
0: But I do like that the AK 47 has a lot more tolerances than the AK AR.
1: Like I said, it's like I like the AK because the AK AR biggest reason why I like it is because basically it's an AR that shoots the AK round. I love that round. Now, do I think the round could be improved? Absolutely. I believe it could be elongated, or shortened, or whatever it needed to be, to be more flatter shooting than than it is. But no one has gone through that uh, process yet to do that, because it's accurate enough for what it was designed to do. Right. The AR, regular AR, the 5.56, that bullet design was specifically designed for longer range, um, you know, nastier wounds, whatever you want to call it. You know, the other thing is, is how is he, easy... Okay, go
0: ahead. The, the 5.56 five, round and the 2.23 round, um, they were designed mostly so our troops could carry more ammo with less weight and it's just it was a lot cheaper to produce them than the 762x39 um, but um, I do like if America if i never
1: d- shot or never if, carried in the 762x39
0: no but the designer of the AR at the time I can't remember who they were at war with um, I, I think it was in Vietnam actually when they designed it and at the time, they were mad because they were only carrying, I think it was 20 round mags at the time. In whatever they had. And, uh. No. No, that's after they created the AR. Either way, at some point they were pissed off because they could only carry 20 rounds or 10 rounds in a mag. What
1: were carrying during that time?
0: Probably still uh, M1s as well as BARs and.
1: No. Okay, when they uh, they were carrying M fourteens.
0: They they're, still had the M ones though, yeah?
1: No. Well but they they weren't carrying those through Vietnam. They were carrying the M fourteens. The M fourteen is basically an a uh, an M one with a twenty one a twenty round mag. That's, That's right. So
0: And anyhow they were getting pissed off about that that they only had twenty round mags where they're where the guys carrying AKs had 30s, they also did not like the weight of the ammunition, and and the M14. Right. So the creator of the AR said, "Well, let's fix this." And when they first created the AR, it was, it was a lot lighter. It, <laughs> at first, they had issues with it, but that was because they weren't manufacturing it right entirely because they didn't have a chrome bolt,
1: that wasn't the reason. as
0: well as. The testing, the people who were sent to test it, they were doing all sorts of stuff to mess with it, man. They had...
1: um, Stoner said, when he first designed the AR, he said, Chromeboat, the military people, they didn't want the gun. So they, they did everything in their power to try to stop it.
0: Exactly, and when Stoner noticed that the results were not coming back right, he went out himself to look at how they were testing the guns and the front post had been cut off of one of them and they had welded like a a little like rod or something to the front and uh... i think the same with the rear sight as well and uh... stoner fixed that problem and he also noticed that they didn't have a chrome bolt so he fixed that problem they also said that it was self-cleaning but (laughs) to the soldiers so the soldiers never cleaned it
1: You know, it's like, well, back then, you know, it does need to be clean. It's like, you know, but the rifle was being produced back in the early 60s. Yeah. Like 1958, I believe, when stoner started.
0: Late 50s, early 60s?
1: Yep. Um, And then it started being, and so it was being produced way before Vietnam. And then it started getting into uh... being filtered in Vietnam and then the bullet the ammunition they were using a stick ammo uh... stick uh, not stick ammo but stick powder which is a faster burning powder however way dirtier and that was causing way more issues because when they were when they first did it they were using like a ball powder and they were having no issues but. The military had so much of this stick powder they're
0: like, well, let's just use this. Anyhow, so, sorry to get on the topic of A- 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 AR-15s, guys. Um, anyhow, uh, that's going to wrap up our conversation today on the Palmetto State Arms, AKAR. AR. Um, please join us next week. Next week we are going to be talking about the actual AR-15. We're going to go more in depth on it. Um, We're going to talk about the designer, what he did. We're going to talk about pros and cons of the AR-15. Just in general, we're not comparing it to another gun. Um, And we we will talk about how versatile it is then as well. So thank you for joining us here on God, Guns, and Prep. And you guys have a great week.
1: Wait, if you guys, if anyone has any suggestions for us, Please let us know. Thank you and thank you for listening. God bless.